Hey, this is Robbie Richman. Welcome to the Culture Hackers podcast at culturehackers.com. With us, we have Jill. Hello, Robbie. Hi, and Hi. our guest today is Carrie Kish. Welcome, Carrie. Hi. Hi. So I'm going to start this off in a new way because I got to send a shout out to 15.5. You know 15.5. I right? love 15.5. I'm right? a big fan. Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's, it's the number one. Actually, I'm doing a demo with them in a couple days. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. So it's the number one and five, um, and then F-I-V-E dot com spelled out. I love these guys because it's, um, they, we've worked together, um, I'm not even talking, it's too early in the morning. Basically, they sponsored the book oh. for, a re- for a special release to the Inc. 500 of, uh, of, of companies, and we sent it out on behalf of 15.5. And I wanted to send the shout out to them because most of these, I don't know if you've had this uh, like people approach you about culture software. Yes, and, all the time, which uh, is why I'm a big fan. Because I, I'm, we're not in the market, and we're not interested in getting into that market. Well, that, and I, oftentimes, I'll just be like, you can't automate culture. Stop trying. But what they did is they automated what essentially we did at Zappos by Excel sheets and a lot of emails, mm-hmm. where it's questions that people decide. And then it gets routed to the right people to answer it. Everybody can see there's a lot of transparency, and it automates a um, a, a function that you can customize as opposed to imposing a view on culture. Um, so I'm just really happy to be working with them and just want to give them a shout out. Yeah, one of the things I love about it is it creates some accountability for our you know our clients when we leave. You know, they they got all excited. They create some ideas, and and then they say, now what do we do? And you know, we can provide coaching. We can do. You know, we can do this. We can come in and do more programs. But, um, you know, like if you want like an automated little plug in a tool to help support the work we've just set up, 15.5 is a great tool for that. Yeah, yeah. totally. Cool. So this, is, this your, is this your first podcast? Carrie? This is my first podcast. Whoa. I'm um, a podcasting virgin. Do you feel like nervous like it's a first date? I don't. I don't. But I haven't been on a first date in a really long time. <laughs> but I do biz dev, so I think it's kind of like dating, you Look, know. So I do that totally every flirting. single day, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, like, no, I don't. I feel very comfortable and not at all nervous. How many people are listening? I, la- I mean, last time I heard, I listened to your podcast out of order, uh-huh. so I went backward, and so I got to the first one last, and you said you had three listeners. So I'm hoping <laughs> you have more than that now. I was joking that we definitely have more. Uh-huh. It's hard to, to say. We'll have to look at the okay, great. at the analytics. I think what you and I share coming at this is. That love for the old school love line. Oh my god! Remember? Like oh Dr. yeah, Drew I was I was a big Doctor Drew, big fan. I mean, Love Line got me through my teenage years. <laughs> I on K Rock. K Rock, totally. Yeah, K-Rock. yeah, really um, embarrassing. That you know, that's where I got a lot of my sex education. <laughs> it's on Love Line. The the thing is, is um, I was also pre med in college, and I had this problem. You hear about it with um, medical students, but um, I, I don't know the name for it. Maybe you guys know the name for it. But like when you hear of a problem, you all all of a sudden start thinking you have yeah, it. Psychosomatic. The, well, uh, yeah. So it, it there's another there's <laughs> actually uh, no, but there's a more <laughs> clinical name for like medical students who all of a sudden start contracting you know diseases that they're learning about. I'll have to look it up because I don't. It's a remember real term. It. If there's a real term, wow. but it's like hypochondria and psychosomatic. So I'd so be each listening. Love line, you thought. You yeah, were yeah. I'm like, same. oh my god. I I remember thinking like, I think I've got gonorrhea. I've never had sex, but I'm pretty sure I have gonorrhea. And this is the for, this is the worst entree for it, by the way. That you're like going through a laundry list of STDs that you think you might have. I mean, right, right. Well, and other, yeah, right, right, right. You know, it's just I, I thought it was hysterical that you know like that's I'd be listening and thinking like, oh my gosh, you know. Uh, 
Well, I don't think we were supposed to talk about that, though. I don't we think that's on our agenda. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. What we do is we pretend that we're massively interesting to everybody mm-hmm. and that they get to hear this amazing conversation we're having. Yeah. So that's how podcasting works. It's really fun. <laughs> and you're thinking of a podcast called Naked oh, leadership? leadership. Like, are you actually going to be naked? Do you require guests to be naked? What's the whole naked thing? Wow, that's such a good idea. I hadn't. Well, so, you know, when I showed up here, one of the things I said is uh, what I love about podcasting is you can do it in your pajamas. You know, like you don't have to get dressed. You don't have to put on your makeup and do it in your gym clothes. And um, but that was not the idea when I thought of naked leadership. (laughs) I actually didn't think of um, podcasting naked. That's not um, that's not exactly what I was thinking of. What I thought of was that, um, you know, getting in and having real uncovered conversations with people and talking about things that people aren't talking about in business and in life, yes. you know? So at business, there, there are all these undercurrents of, um, and, and like two big undercurrents that I think are important to talk about that we have no frame of reference to talk about are sex and God and probably not in the same conversation, but sure, you know, S- same conversation as business. Yes. Really? And people aren't having those conversations in business. That is interesting. And so, you know, and so when I was thinking of... So you know, how like, are you teasing those conversations out? Um, well, and so I have this... I And I think it's one of the reasons I want to start a podcast is because I have this thing. It runs in the family. We call it the Ask Me, Tell Me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where I am. I'm standing in line at the grocery store and people start telling me their, you know, their deepest, darkest secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it doesn't matter where I am. It doesn't matter who I'm with. Um, I'm, I, uh, I was working in Saudi Arabia at, in a Muslim country, incredibly conservative, where the women wear veils. And um, they... they I would go into the restroom and I would come out with all their secrets. They they would take off their veils and they would get naked. You know, they would tell me everything that's on their mind. Right. So I don't know. I It's partly, I think, because um, I, I have a ton of coach training. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really approachable. And I'm I'm truly not. I, 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 I want to say this and it's also not true. I was going to say I'm truly not judgmental, but I'm actually terribly judgmental. Mm, I've realized that by myself too, yeah. Yeah, but, um, but I have enormous bandwidth. You know, like, like you can tell me anything. Like my clients know that they can tell me um, I just ran over the neighbor's dog or I just killed the neighbor's two-year-old and what do I need to do about it? Like they could tell me that. And you that know, just went dark quick. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> we were on sex and God, and now you're killing two year olds. So, right. so you know where right. all the bodies are buried. I mean, also right, 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 okay. right, right, right. Okay. So I mean, it's good information to have. So can we start this now? Even like oh, but how- oh, and so but I, I mean, yes. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. So I, I'm just so curious, and we don't have to go deep in this, but how would you integrate? sex into a business conversation like wh- how i don't even so know the entree for that is it, is it is it more like a metaphor or you're talking literally like- well so we were talking you asked me like are you nervous yeah. you know is it's like your first date and i said no it's you know it's more like biz dev it's like it's you know i go on first dates every day you know i'm having calls with people i don't know all the time um you you said oh yeah business is like dating well yeah business is kind of like sex you know like one of my metrics at work for a while this is I mean we're a little edgy and um, we like to measure you know like what are you measuring and one of the things I was measuring was how many hot dates I had each week you know Uh uh and you know like that's just prospects you know how many leads am I you know right connecting with yeah 
but I mean, it's it's the same ideas as evolutionary biology. You know, it's like it's it's about attraction. It's yes. about interest. It's about spark. It's about charisma. It's about I, how do I create a hook so that we want to spend more time together? How do I find what's important to you and, and get you to care about what's important to me? How can we create something spectacular together? Probably not a baby because, you know, like I'm already, you know, all hooked up there you know (laughs) but how do i get them unconscious take out their kidney leave them in a bath (laughs) (laughs) i get it the metaphor just keeps going you can just keep in many different directions of this right 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 yeah and and what about god well and i think that people are much more willing to talk about sex than they are to talk about god i think you're right yeah i think you're right like i i just had a um uh a phone call before a date you know met somebody online Mm -hmm. and then we got into religion bad idea I think it's a great idea. You think you should start. Well, it was every... a great. It was a good screener. It was a good screener because we're, we're we're both we're both Jewish, and I started talking about how I think Jesus is also the man, and she was not. That was cool not with okay. That. Oh my, she she cut that off, and it was like whoa, and I mean, I wasn't I wasn't really thrilled with the conversation anyway, so I'm not really upset about it. But I I, I suddenly felt really judged. I suddenly felt misunderstood. Um, and I don't know, I guess, I guess you're right. Maybe that was just also a really good screener. Um, I think that's an incredibly hard screener. It is. I think that that one in particular, I mean, it's one thing to sort of have a loose conversation about God, but you tell someone something that can trigger, can be totally misread Mm -hmm. and incredibly judged. Yes. And you're just trying to throw that date under the bus. I, I did not want to go there. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it just flowed there. I did, had not, no intention of going there. But I'm realizing, you know, there is a reason why people don't go to politics and, if and you religion. Said, right. And if you said that into in a business conversation with me, I also might have been slightly turned off. True, true. So, I, you know. See, there's a good point. Like, I, here it is. Jill didn't object to us talking about sex. So we started talking about God. And we got all but out of shape. Uh-huh. We, we, you can, we can talk about sex on, on dating calls all you want, but we do not talk about God. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, you're right. I think mm-hmm. you're totally right. It's way too intimate for people. Uh-huh. It and it sets But off. sex is not. I don't think it's, it's... It's it's different. Is it that it's intimate? Because I felt just very misunderstood at the end. It was cut off, and I was like, well, I didn't even get the chance to talk or explain or just have a discussion or a dialogue or ask questions and really explore. And it... it you're saying something that's fairly polarizing. It is. I mean, it really is, especially to a nice Jewish girl. <laughs> <laughs> who may not have understood where you were coming from. Right. I mean, I can tell you right now, I've been in situations where someone has said something very similar in a political discussion, uh-huh. and I thought, I think coffee's over. We're done. Very similar mm. context. And I remember thinking, I don't know if we have anything in common anymore, like at all. And I cut it off very quickly. <laughs> so I empathize with this woman to some extent, and I would feel like someone was trying to throw me under the bus. Well, how it. was it up until that point? Up until that point, was it great? Um, I suspected something was a little bit. Yeah, because I think you know, I, I this this is this is the person who had that accent I was telling you about that I right. couldn't deal with the nasalness the whole. So uh, in my head, I'm thinking this is not going to work out anyway. I was not really loving the conversation. Well, you just threw a so grenade at it. I it was not that. Maybe subconsciously it was that intention, but maybe. I did not have that intention. Well, and to to be fair, yeah. I mean, like if it was somebody you actually were had great chemistry with. And you were like, dude, this guy's hot. I think like, <laughs> I like this coffee is amazing. And you're, you know, you're starting to fantasize about baby names. And he throws <laughs> that grenade at you. You're going to, you're going to just clean it up. You would, I would clean it up. Yeah. You would go. <laughs> so tell me more about that thing that I totally don't agree with. You know, I would, I, I, I might mm-hmm. clean it you up. You wouldn't say, oh, coffee's over. 
Right. Uh-huh. Right. No. Yeah. So, you know, if. But anyway, the podcast is not going to be called Naked Leadership. It's not? Oh. Well, you said you're going to go into the story, too. Yeah. We want to hear this. It, it really juicy. depends on how many people are listening. Oh, honestly. Okay. So let's get real. Let's let's get real. The last time I checked it, and you can't tell how many subscribers. You can just tell how many listens. So it might be part of this be Jill listening to 20 times to hear her voice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, it sounds right. Well, <laughs> and I know I'm listening, and I know other people. I mean, uh, one of the reasons I listened to your podcast was because I had three people in three days tell me about it. Oh, wow. And so that actually, frankly, pissed me off. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? I better go listen. I'll give you an anecdote. I will tell Mm -hmm. you this much. Out of the blue on Facebook, a woman that I I knew in South Dakota when I worked on a campaign contacted me. She said, you might not remember me, but I know Robbie through a friend of a friend. And I just heard that you're on this podcast. I wanted to talk. So So people are listening. So maybe five people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three, uh-huh. Yeah, right, me right, twice. Right. right. Last last I checked, there were uh, 120 listens on the first episode with you and I, Jill, and okay. I haven't checked that that since. So again, and that was early. That's listens. Yeah, and that, that was that was early. So if that that we're just being real here, that gives mm-hmm. you the context. So yeah. okay, great. So maybe it's safe. Maybe it's not. I think it's, I think it's safe. <laughs> okay, great. Let's let's try it out. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I um, I pitched the idea to our team, and. Um, and it was, uh, you know, this is something I care a lot about, actually. Um, I've been looking for a medium to express myself in, and, and our team thinks that writing a book is it. And so I've been working on writing this book, and it's been a very painful process. Um, I am a good writer, but it doesn't give me pleasure. And um, and I would much rather sit around and riff with people like totally. this. Like, you know, like, this is what I'm excited about. And um, so I was talking with Ravi and he said, oh, you know, why don't you podcast? And I, I rolled my eyes at him. I mean, I totally rolled my eyes at him. I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't even know what podcasting is. Um, like I heard about that thing, cereal. That's what you eat for breakfast. <laughs> right. You know, like yeah. I, I'm not I can't with any integrity um, create on a medium that I don't consume on. Mm-hmm. And he said, listen to my podcast. And I said, I don't even know how to listen to a podcast. And he says, give me your phone. And he grabs my phone and says, look, you already have the app on your phone and downloads his podcast to my phone. And he says, oh, and by the way, you need to upgrade your phone, which is something I love about you, Robbie. There's something, there's some magical chemistry about when you and I are together, you hold me to a specific standard and you, you say little random things to me that force me into action. And in ways that other people, I mean, you know, so Dave Logan's uh, my business partner, and he's been harassing me about my phone for six months. He makes fun of it, of my iPhone 4S every single time he sees me. You know, oh, look at that cute little, you know, archaic thing. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, like, get over yourself. And you say, like, seriously, upgrade your phone. And I went home that day and bought a new phone. <laughs> awesome. I'm like, what is up with that? I don't know. Like, Robbie has this, you know. Jedi mind trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like it. That's good. <laughs> so, um, so you said, you know, check out podcasting. You download your podcast. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I totally rolled my eyes. I'm like, I'm not listening to it. You know, you can't make me. <laughs> right? So, and then in the next three days, I have three people tell me about your podcast. Now I'm pissed off. Right? And I'm like, fine, I'll listen to the damn thing. So then I listen to it. And and I'm like, in, so no offense, but I'm like, I could totally do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could do better than that. Right? You're like, I, I could do I better could, than I'm that. Like, are you kidding me? That's what people are like. OK, so one of our one of our mutual friends and clients, we give him a shout out. Jim Griffin. Yeah. Love this guy. I mean, I totally love him. And what he says about your podcast is and and it's it's actually like part of my why part of why I want to podcast, mm-hmm. because what Jim said was 
Carrie, and I think of him as a great leader. I think he challenges the status quo. I think he takes risks. I think he creates safety for his team. I think he is um, he is putting himself on the line where it matters. He's fighting the good fight. He's building culture. I think he's really doing a great thing in, in a very conservative industry in healthcare. And um, what he says to me is, it's embarrassing how much um, positive influence it takes for me to stay motiv- motivated every day. He says, it's kind of, it's embarrassing. It's ridiculous. The amount of good stuff I have to fill up with every day. So I read and I listen to Robbie's podcast and I listen to this and I listen to that and I do this and I do that. And I'm like, people need this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's what we need to be in it for is to do something like that. Totally. Do you like how I totally avoided telling you the story? I, don't I was about you? to yeah, bring you back. I was, yeah. I was just going to say, hold on a second. Uh-huh. We You're, just went down a rabbit hole, but uh-huh. come back to, um, to, to, to getting naked. naked. Yeah, so this matters to me a lot at this point. And so, um, and I, um, I don't do anything halfway. And so I start doing research. And, you know, first thing I do is I reach out to some people who I know listen to podcasts. And I say, you know, tell me your best, the best podcasts. Tell me what I need to listen to. And so I... Um, I had I flew from LA to DC from uh, all in the same week from LA to DC from DC to LA from LA to Hawaii so that's a lot of plane time and I spent it all listening to podcasts mm-hmm. and then when I was in Hawaii I downloaded um, the freepodcast.com course mm-hmm. on how I listened to a podcast on how to start your own podcast which I think is brilliant <laughs> frankly and I listened to 20 episodes yeah. on my way back so like I dove deep, you know, I'm like, I'm going to learn how to do this. And then I, t- I take it to my team. I'm going to pitch my team. I've learned what I need to know. And, and I, I'm, I'm totally into it. I love this idea of the brand of naked leadership. It's on brand for me. It's, it's edgy. It's fun. It's about, you know, it, it's about talking about things we don't normally talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun brand. Like it's, it's sticky. It's catchy, mm-hmm. you know? So I pitch it to the, at first I pitch podcasting the team and I'm expecting some resistance, you know, like, so, you know, I sell it and I pitch in and they're like, okay, and, and we're virtual. So we're all on the phone, which is, is a part of the problem is we're not live in person together. So there's a whole context. There's a whole physical physicality missing to the conversation. So I know that's happening. So they say, yeah, podcasting. Great. Let's do it. You know? find out more, love the idea, totally great medium for you, let's do it, the championing the idea. And I said, okay, well, here's the part that, you know, uh, there's another piece. And um, and I've I've figured out the brand, I've bought the website, um, I've got a Twitter handle, I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, it's called Naked Leadership. And um, visible gasping, like visible audible gasping on the phone. And, uh, and I don't know how much, I, but okay, so... Jack immediately says, laughs out loud and says, I love it. It's edgy. It's on brand for you. It's fun, you know, and just tells me everything he loves about it. So great, you know. Um, But our brand, so, you know, I I work for a conservative brand. We work Mm -hmm. with conservative companies. Um, Our brand is pretty conservative. I mean, uh, our senior partner teaches the executive MBA course at USC. Mm -hmm. Um, We have some very conservative clients. I mean, I, I, I work in at Providence Health. It's a Catholic hospital Mm -hmm. system you know um and so Hart says to me they kind of missed the opportunity to connect with me because they were so freaking out about what it meant for them and the brand so they kind of missed the opportunity to find out what was important about it to me they were just freaking out first which happens we freak out first right and then we go and clean up the mess later so they're freaking out and she says um could you imagine asking 
big executive name to be inserted never um, from this really conservative healthcare company to be on your podcast. And I said, yeah, I already crafted the email. Uh, the subject line is, hey, so-and-so, you want to get naked with me? <laughs> and again, gasp. And she's like, seriously, my palms are sweating and my heart is racing. You cannot do that. Did you really send that email? I'm like, no, I did not send that email. I was just using it as an example. And she says, and listen. It's a great email subject. Uh, no kidding, right? Would you open that email? Yeah. You would open that email. Yes. Right? Exactly. So, um, you know, I love it. And Robbie's like, I would send the email subject line. Do you want to talk about Jesus Christ with me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Jews for Jesus, go. Oh, uh -huh. Which would go into spam box. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. I get it. Back. So, so then she says, um, can you imagine walking into, and she inserts another one of our client names, and for people to be saying, isn't that the naked lady? And they, she thought that was actually a bad thing. <laughs> and I'm like, that would be awesome, you know, <laughs> to be known as the naked lady. But um, so I got off the phone. I was pretty dejected. I was um, I felt like like you know, I'm the CEO. So like it's actually my job to take care of the team more than it is their job to take care of me. We are partners. And so, you know, we take care of each other. But in this moment, I freaked them out. Mm. And so I had to do the work, you know, like, what do I have to do? So I went and I, you know, I, I don't want to write my book, but I did write a thousand pages of, um, you know, not a thousand pages, at least a thousand words. <laughs> you know, I, I, I got busy. I started writing about like, you know, how this experience was for me. I did a bunch of journaling. And what I realized is, um, oh gosh, we got to eat our own cooking. We got to address it at this level, at the level of values. So what is it that our values as a company say nice. about this? Um, what is it that they value that I'm missing? Mm. And what is it about the brand that is important to me that I value that they've missed? Nice framework. Yeah, thanks. And, you know, and I hate it. Like, I hate I hate having to do that. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's a great framework and it totally works and it totally worked. Yeah, you're, you're you living know? the brand. You're living exactly. culture. But, I mean, like, I had to do it by myself with my journal, uh, you know, at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, and and... Yeah, I was, you know, like I'm a little resentful of like, God, I really have to do this, you know, mm -hmm. it's hard. And so, you know, I, I do all the work and I get to, oh, here's a new brand. This would totally work for us. It's actually on brand and it's a brand that, you know, because it's a brand that I brought to Culture Sync, Leadership Unleashed. All right. So that's the new brand for the podcast. Is there going to be like a dog leash and like you? Oh, a choke chain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can bring that in baby. somehow. Yeah. Unleash, <laughs> unleash the beast. You still want it to be sexy. Yeah. It has to be. <laughs> you're, you're not going to like it if it's not. I know. I know. But, you know, we've got to go Victoria's Secret, not Frederick's. Right. You know, because, you know, Culture right. Sync needs it to be a little more mainstream and a little less trashy. Got it. So, got it. Well, I, I hope you trash it up. I know. Completely. Well, and I'm going to, like, I've already got three priests signed up to be on my podcast. So, nice. we're going to be talking about God, sex, and love and Great. work with priests. Nice. You know, and then uh, maybe I'll mash them up with some of these, you know, conservative and not so conservative business leaders. And, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Are you going to do it in person or by Skype or? I don't know yet. Yes. There, the answer is yes. There's a magic I find to the ones in person. It Well, it's that physicality, yeah. you know, like it, there is. And I mean, I, Jill, I don't know, um, outside of what I've heard on the podcast, yeah. what kind of work you're doing aside from podcasting and, and being a recovering entrepreneur. Recover right. So right. I'm doing, I'm doing marketing work for several different companies, mm -hmm. several early stage virtual. companies. 
a lot of it is virtual. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is virtual. I mean, most of the companies are based in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, like, we do a lot of our work virtually. And I know that as a as a coach, as an executive coach, sometimes that is like that that phone coaching. People want the one on one in person, mm -hmm. but the phone actually is a little more intimate. Mm. It creates a little more safety because I don't have to look you in the eyes when I tell you I killed the two year old next door. And it's actually a parenting technique I use. I don't, um, I don't parent by phone. Well, I do with my eldest son because he doesn't live at home. But um, when we have to have a hard conversation, mm -hmm. I know that sometimes the harder conversation is easier to have if we're out on a walk and we don't have to look eye to eye. Or if we're on a drive. Mm -hmm. Like my kids will tell me things in the car that they won't necessarily tell me face to face. That's fascinating. At the kitchen counter. That makes a lot of mm -hmm. sense. It yeah. actually does make a lot of sense. And yeah. you're, you're, you're side by side. You're kind of like partners mm -hmm. looking in the same mm -hmm. direction together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my kids know they're really in big trouble when they get like <laughs> asked for a walk. Oh. You know, like, hey. You got to do some good walks then, too. Yeah, we're going for a walk. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, seriously, Mom. You know, like, yeah, seriously, you're up. Walking podcast. That could be a I was going to say, Ooh. what if you decided to do this as a walking podcast? Maybe oh, my God. It, the equipment itself makes mm -hmm. that. Like, what, am I going to get a, a stroller for my podcasting equipment? I don't know. I mean, this thing you could, you know, Put strap on on your side. Oh, now I, we yeah. could have strap-ons. I just threw that in yeah. there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I imagine you can put, right? I mean, Headset. you could do it. You'll still have to deal with all sorts and of wind and Oh, my goodness. I don't know. There are these windscreens. I would try it. Just go for I'll it. I'll try it with you guys. Okay, you get all the stuff. We'll, we'll show up at your house. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, you want me to do it? Yes. Uh, it's a great idea for you. Mm -hmm. uh -huh, uh -huh. You could I be advancing the medium. Uh -huh. Okay, so I bought a new phone last time. I am not going to go figure out how to do walking podcasts <laughs> as a now. result. You yeah, say I know. That now. I know, I know. Are you doing Jedi mind tricks on me right now? <laughs> not yet. The seed has been planted. Mm -hmm, Truly. So. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay, and we're back. Off mic, we were talking about getting drunk with clients and coworkers. That's a naked topic. That's a very that is a naked very naked topic. topic. I, Robbie, I think you should start with the story you were about to tell, and then yeah. So we somehow got into the idea of being in the bathroom and people bringing you food <laughs> and support because you can't leave there. And I said that happened to me. And I said the person who was bringing me. <laughs> Support and water and food was Tony Shea, CEO awesome. of Zappos. Because earlier, I had just moved to Vegas, and it was a few months in, and, and, and Tony and I were friends, and he would sometimes just text and say, hey, what are you up to? And it was Friday night. I, I didn't have many friends in Vegas, and he said, what are you up to? I said, I'm just drinking wine and watching Discovery Channel. He said, come down, down. We're, we're hanging out, and we're watching an 80s band. And so I got out there, and um, I, I had made him a bet. Which was... Oh, that's a bad idea. It's a bad idea because he just... He, he doesn't make a bet he can't um, win, win. Mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah, he's a shrewd businessman. And we started to argue about it because the way he won was he knew about the Amazon deal before I did. So I couldn't have won this bet because he mm -hmm. had inside information. Mm -hmm. And so he made the bet, of course, because he was going to win. And so we argue and, and argue. And unfortunately, <laughs> what he did was, okay, fine, you win. Because the bet was for 12 Grey Goose shots. Oh, 12? Here's the caveat. Where I came from with my friends, when we did that, it was that you got to have your shots whenever you wanted. So I could say, hey, Tony, I want three of my shots. Right. But according to Tony, this bet was, no, we're now delivering you 12 shots. And I had not had dinner, and I had had like four Advils, and we were watching this 80s band, and 12 Grey Goose shots come out. 
And I, uh, I mean, if I had had all of them, I think I wouldn't be speaking to you guys right now. But I just start taking them down, and oh we're just hanging gosh. out, we're drinking. And I knew the moment it went sideways. Like, the, the moment where it No, start- you always know the minute after it goes sideways. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was, we were, we were about to go on the dance floor. And <laughs> we are, uh, we're looking at the band. And I saw, I couldn't believe this. Because I've been so drunk before that I've started seeing, um, seeing double. Like, it's just kind of like, fa- like, you know, hazy and double. But in this case, I was seeing in clear vision double. There were two of everybody <laughs> on the stage in clear vision. I said, this is not going to go well from here. And after that, there were just sparse memories. I remember a, a, a little moment on the dance floor. And then I very much remember myself in the bathroom. Um, I remember Tony almost kind of like forcing a pastrami sandwich on me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember some kind of car ride and waking up in Tony's guest room. And I woke up. <laughs> And I had thrown up. Oh, and I. Oh, that's good. It was like eight in the morning. I, I, I went to his fridge. I got seltzer water, and I was cleaning for two hours till he woke up. He woke up. He cooked like some some soup. I go home. I um, I, I, I just, I just felt so completely off. I could not eat. Could not drink. Finally, it, it, seven p.m. rolled around, and I said, I gotta go. I gotta go eat something. I just have not, not eaten anything. I'll do not soil it. <laughs> and so I go to In and Out. Oh, and, that's good. And I was like, it was, I don't know. I just went for in and out And then I start shaking uncontrollably oh at in and out And there's this pilot guy next to me. And I'm like, what's happening? He's like, he says, are you, are you going into some kind of toxic shock? What drugs are you on? And I, I explained to him, they called 911. Oh, my gosh, Robbie. Um, like, and then 911, come, uh, they come out, they check, they say, look, you're just, you just really you just had way too much to drink. I mean, you're not going to die. Um. But I just felt all I couldn't even leave there. I went to the bathroom for like another two hours I'm just <laughs> at the in and out. And get this. So then I finally I finally start heading out towards the door and these punk kids approach me. And I'm like, Am I about to get mugged? What's happening? Like these look like punks and they're like looking at me and they go, Dude, what happened? And I explain everything to me. And then there was a total turn. They look at me and they go, Can we pray for you? Oh And I was like, Really? And they're like, yeah, you know, we're like, they talk to me about how they're this Christian group and they, they want to help me out. And so in the middle of the freaking in and out, we are in hands in a circle and they start saying the most beautiful prayers I'd ever heard. And I, there was so much just built up in me that I just started crying and crying and crying and just like hearing these beautiful kids say these prayers for me. And they're probably Christians. Yeah, that's what I said. It was, it was a Christian group. It was, it was Christian, it was Christian youth punk group. And then and then I go this home. This not a date. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go home. I finally get sleep. I go to work on Monday. You know, these are all people from Zappos. We're all hanging out. And they're like, do you remember what happened? And I said, honestly, no. I told them the scenes that I told you guys. And they said, you don't remember the entire dance floor? Oh, no. Like, what, what happened I, on the dance what floor? I do? And they, they said... You danced with every girl in the bar. Not only like you danced, and then you like twirled them around, swing dancing like you were in some grease movie or something. Like with every girl in the place. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I remember that whole thing. Nobody has it on video or pictures or anything. No, it wasn't no there is a picture from another guy's car of taking a picture of me in Tony's car with my head out the window like a dog. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. That's the only picture remaining. Nice. Yeah, that's such a crazy drinking culture. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like I'll be walking down the streets of the downtown project and I think they should be um they should be sponsored. The downtown project should be sponsored by um Fireball. <laughs> it smells like Fireball. 
the whole downtown project smells like fireball. So I can't even smell cinnamon without thinking of scorpion shots. It's like it, it, it that night. So Robbie and I were in Vegas one night and this is before I know that it's a drinking culture and that, um, that Tony can out drink you. And we went on a bar crawl yeah. with Tony. Right. And, um, and you already were smarter. And so I'm standing next to Robbie and they bring out scorpion shots and it's fireball with scorpions in it. Literally, literally, Literal, scorpions. like real scorpions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, whatever, go native, you know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, whatever. And Robbie just hands them all to you. Well, so, so I do my, and well, and so everybody, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't know, edgy, provocative, go for it. you know, so I chewed my, do you remember that? I chewed my scorpion. Yes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Classy lady. <laughs> so, um you know, grossed everybody out. I'm like, if you're going to make me eat that stuff, you got to see it, you know? And uh, so, you know, I do one. And then Robbie is like being a girl about his. He's not doing his scorpion shot. And I'm like, seriously? Like, I've got to do your shot? Are you kidding me? Like, what kind of like, whatever, give it to me. So then I do. And oh my gosh, Robbie was so smart because he'd already drank with Tony Shea. He already knew the score. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He's like, the last time I drank with Tony Shea, it yielded a prayer group (laughs) I became Christian so um, so you can have my scorpion Uh (laughs) oh yeah yeah I I am so totally not the girl who needs to drink with Tony anymore oh my gosh I drank so much that night but that's not the night I embarrassed myself you know am I going to really tell that story go for it yeah well (sighs) gosh well I mean I just I had an equally bad story but it was after a really bad gig with a client that I probably shouldn't name Uh but um I I crashed and burned and I mean I'm 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 a I'm a good speaker I'm a good facilitator I know my work and actually did really great work that day but it was not what the sponsor wanted it Mm. was what the room wanted but it was not what the sponsor wanted and I was then I and I knew it I knew I crashed and burned and it sucked and um and I was set up for failure it was you know there was all kinds of bad about this thing and um and I went back to my room in between the gig and going to dinner and I'm like I'm texting my team like yeah I just totally crashed and burned it sucked and now I have to go have dinner with these people yikes so I show up yeah yeah, I show up at the bar at this dinner it's like you know a couple blocks from the hotel and the guys who didn't like me the guys who hired me who are my sponsor had left and started pounding margaritas so they were already like two three margaritas in in an hour uh, but they're lobbyists, so I guess they make a living of drinking a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't. And so I get there, and they hand me a glass of wine, and I hadn't eaten much all day, mm. you know, similar to you. Yeah. And, and you know, you'd been, I'd been presenting, and so I drink this glass of wine. I'm having a good time. It's kind of fun. We go. We sit down. I'm drink, I drink another glass of wine. I am trashed. Like I, like, I don't know what the deal is, but, like, and they're big glasses. Maybe that's it. But mm. I'm, like, two glasses of wine, no food, and I am trashed. And um, I, I managed to get myself somehow to the bathroom, and I'm in there. And I, I don't know. I, I'm like, I can't get myself back to the table to get my bag to go back to my room. I can't leave the stall. I'm stuck here. I'm like, I'm trying to rally. I'm like, maybe if I just sit here long enough, I'll feel better. <laughs> right? Like, I, 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 you know, you're not thinking very clearly at this right, point. No. Right? But I'm like, I cannot. I, 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 I'll just stay here. And people would come in and I would like hide my feet so that nobody would see me. <laughs> 
And so this one woman who, God bless her, she is just, you know, like a very, this isn't healthcare, so they're sweet, you know. And so she comes in and she's like, Carrie, are you, is, are you in here? And I'm like, yep. She's like, can I bring you your dinner? <laughs> and I'm like, no, maybe just some water would be great. So she presses water under the stall. I'm drinking this water. And she's like, so is it okay if I bring you your bag and help you get back to your room? So-and-so would like to walk you back to your room. Some random guy, so-and-so. And I'm like, but he seemed like a nice guy. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I just need to get back to my room. So, um, so she brings me my bag. Um, is it okay if I look in your bag and find your room key? Sweetheart, you can do whatever you want. At this point, I've got my shoes off. You know, I'm like wearing stilettos and I've got my shoes off and I'm like, you know, sitting there. And, um, and she's like, okay, so we're going to move you, you know, and then I'm going to go get so-and-so and we're going to walk you back to your room. So she moves me out into the like main bar, but mm-hmm. everybody else is kind of in the restaurant, but I'm in the bar and I'm sitting there and I can't even keep my eyes open. Like I've got my eyes closed and she walks up and I said, I need to be sick. And she's like, okay, hang on. And she comes over with a trash can and I vomit in the bar in front of her. Like, I don't know who saw it cause my eyes were closed, but like, this is not a good way to end a crash and burn gig. <laughs> right. And so what gets back to my team is that, um, they're concerned that I have marriage problems <laughs> and that I was, um, that something must be going on at home <laughs> and that I drank way too much and that I was hitting on people, which, um, I mean, like I was, co- it was two glasses of wine. I'm friendly. I'm friendly. People misunderstand that all the time. But like the two guys I was accused of hitting on, one hit on me and I was just being friendly. You know, mm-hmm. like I was just being like, it's okay. The other one I actually thought was gay. I suppose you could consider that a, a, a come on, you know, asking some guy if he's gay. That normally turns Wait, you I'm on, confused. right? That, <laughs> that normally feels like a hit. Like, you like were accused I'm, of hitting on someone by asking them if they were gay. I don't. Well, I don't know. He didn't say that's why I would hit on him, Got but it. he did. He did accuse. He personally said I did hit on him. So, um, but he's the one who I asked if he was gay. I don't normally hit on guys who I think are gay. I mean, I don't. Did you, you know. ask if he was gay and then grab his ass? No, I didn't, but okay. I should have. Like, I mean, like, since I was going to get some shit for it anyway. <laughs> right. I mean, I should have just totally just... gone for it. I mean, I, I should have made out with a couple people, men thing. and women. I was going to say, you had a prime opportunity right. to, I mean, just... to really just go <laughs> just for really it. Just really crash and burn I mean, I just, the right I, way. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so this woman, she makes me put my shoes back on to walk back. And I'm like, I'm still like being like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Thank you so much for making me put my shoes back on. I don't drink. I'm like, I'm so not this girl. You know, uh, of course, you know, what does my team remember all the times I've been drunk, right? You know, oh, but what about that time at the downtown projects? And what, you know, when you were doing scorpion shots and you couldn't barely get yourself to your brain the next morning. And what about that time, this and that? And, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, we could collect that. So I'm just done. I'm not (laughs) drinking with clients. I'm not drinking with my team. I'm drinking in the safety of my home or with people that I know and love on podcasts. You know, we're going to get naked and drink. Awesome. You know? And that brings it back to naked leadership. This is exactly what they want you to be doing, right? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Which is, you know, so that's the week before I pitched the idea of naked leadership. So they were a little raw about, you know, my debauchery. Right, right. And and my edginess. And 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 you might be a little excessive. Uh, (laughs) Also, too, to be fair... You're 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 kind of you're kind of being hard on yourself in the sense of you didn't fully bomb in the sense that there there was this audience that you were doing really well with. It wasn't the people sponsoring, but you were doing really well with with well, that group. And th- all we have for that is, you know, it's a he said she said, and it's my judgment on how how well do I manage an audience. Mm-hmm. And you know, and w- was I totally off base there? Did I totally miss it? You know, because you do. There are audiences that like you just don't connect with. 
And so did like, did I totally blow it? I could have totally blown it all the way around. Everybody could have hated me. It could have been that gig. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, it's it's like anything. You, in order to be as good as you are, you've got to take risks. And and sometimes well, it doesn't go. Well, they would go. like me to take. I, I'm, I'm a big risk taker. <laughs> so in order to be as good as I am, I yeah. probably need to take less risks. You think so? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I don't think so. That's the problem. Mm. I don't think so. Mm. But other people do. <laughs> well, I, I kind of think of you like, I, I don't know if this works as an analogy, but in, in baseball, you know, you got the starter pitchers. And well, you then lost you got me already. That... I don't do sports All right, well, just, hold on. I'll, I'll follow. Just follow for a moment. There's you three know, bases, right? You've got the... Right. Oh, there's four. Hang on. Okay, go ahead. You've got the... <laughs> The, you know, the, the regular starter pitcher who's in there for eight innings, but you've got these crazy ace relievers, you know, that can be out of control with their fastball, but they can just crush and kill at the end of that game. And so I wonder how much it's just about right context, you know, like that, that having that, that client that's really built for that, that you just go in and crush it. Yeah. Well, and you know, kind of one of the points I made about like the whole naked leadership brand is like, had they known that I was that girl, they wouldn't Mm. have hired me. They would have right. said, no, you can't send the naked True. lady. Exactly. You know, like yeah. well, we don't do that, <laughs> you know, right. or I could get up and like give some context about like, yeah, I'm edgy. I have boundaries. They're just not where people expect them to be. Yes. You know, I mean, I have bigger, like I have serious boundaries, Yes, you do. Yes. you know, but they're not where, they're not where people expect them to be. So they make assumptions about where they are, what they are, or that I don't have them. Well, yeah. And like this, this was a lot like, like this for, for my team at Zappos. We would joke around about it a lot. Like yeah. we would pretend, you know, right. and you make these sexual jokes. You don't mean any of that. The person who thinks you mean it, like that's. That's off. Right. Like, but the funny is just in writing that line about the humor about it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, Jill, we left you out of any kind of um, well, drunken you, client yeah, embarrassment Yeah, I'm like, seriously, stories. you've got oh, some, no. right? I, any drunken client embarrassing stories? Look at I, I don't. I'm going to cl- – I'm, I'm not – I have no drunken client embarrassing stories. I None. Oh, well, we'll need to fix that. Yeah, we'll need to have you do homework next Yeah, time, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't. You need to come party with me, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, she needs a trip to stones. Vegas. Yes, that oh, might have to happen. Oh, it's scorpion shots. A scorpion shot, yes. I'll, I'll chew the scorpion with you. Yeah, Culture yeah. Hackers on location. Perfect. <laughs> In Vegas. In Vegas. Although I want to go to Austin. I'm going to Austin at the end of the month. Really? What Are you, are you doing South By? What are you doing? No, I'm doing... Um, uh, uh, I'm... I'm embarrassed. What are you doing in 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 Austin? I'm gonna go hang out at John Mackey's ranch. Ooh, little name dropping. I know. I'm like, like, should I really say that? (laughs) Should I really say that out loud? Like, that's not cool. Yeah, I sit on a board that John Mackey is co chair of, and we're having a board retreat, the Center for Integral Wisdom. Mm. That one. Yeah. So, um, I am. Is that a Ken Wilber kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Is he gonna be there? Uh, Ken is probably not gonna be there. They Skype him in sometimes. He was at this conference that we were at. Is he still really sick? Um, I'm not authorized to say, and I don't know Ken really all well, mm. but, um, yeah. Cause he's really public about it. That wasn't the success I conference, thought. was it? Yeah. Yeah. Were it you was? there? No, that was the, the we almost went the yeah. success I, 3.0. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So Wilbur was there and so he's not my teacher. Ken's not my teacher. So I should probably just start there. I think that the work he's doing is great and that people are doing great work around integral and it's not my work. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, you know, Dave Logan's one of my teachers. John Mackey's one of my teachers. Um, Mark Goffney's one of my teachers. Hey, there's a scandal. You want to open that one? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, um, but, uh, you know, like Ken Wilber's not my teacher. Mm-hmm. So, and I also, um, I don't know, missed the boat on the early Ken Wilber. Mm-hmm. And so he is not himself anymore. Mm. So he was on stage at that event and, um, and over half the room got up and left. Mm. 
And the people who stayed, stayed out of respect and love for the Wilbur they remember. Wow. Because they could follow what he was saying because they had context. Right. But there was no context for the people who left the room. Because mm-hmm. he was just going with all his he language. He read and his... his notes. He had typed notes that he got up and read. He apologized for it. He said, listen, you know, I want to make sure that I've got, you know, I give you guys the value. And um, and Mark is a good, Mark Goffney is good mm-hmm. friends with Ken. Mm-hmm. Um, and and actually did kind of a pretty big tribute to him and um, and was there honoring and respecting who he is as a teacher in the world and creating that platform for him to be on and deliver on in a way that he probably isn't able to do anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a sweet moment to witness mm. and it was a crash and burn for the conference. Mm. And, not, and the, the rest of the conference was actually awesome. Mm-hmm. The lineup was amazing. Um, it was a little fast and furious. There were like so many great speakers packed into such a short amount of time. Yeah. I had the pleasure of being a speaker host for that conference and got to meet and get to know some really cool people and, uh, and some, and some people who I previously thought were cool that I don't like anymore Mm. (laughs) because you know, like your work, your work speaks a certain way and how you show up in the world speaks a different way. Oh, Mm. totally. And so, um, this, this one person in particular, uh, I'll, I'll just say it. Esther Perel, do you know her work? You should know her work. Yeah. I like her. Oh my, she is high maintenance. You should not date her. I don't think she's married with kids. That's a good point. (laughs) You should still not date her. Or there's another reason you shouldn't date her. (laughs) She's, uh, she's a lot of work. She's a lot of work. Have you, have you, um, I heard a story recently, um, where, you should have her on your podcast. She's, she's a lot of fun. She's, awesome. she's good. Yeah. I love her work. Um, like where, where you get surprised in the opposite way. Like this woman was doing a TED talk about it. She was talking about it in terms of emotional intelligence. And she said she really detested Sean Hannity for all his conservative mm. views. And then she actually met the guy. And then like, I forget what they were doing together. But she said, this is the, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He, teach, he, 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 he takes care of his entire staff in ways that she'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. And she said, like, I have to now listen to this guy because I know who he is on a personal level. Like, is that Well, and happening? that's the dating app problem. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Because, uh, so, and I'm going to say this out loud because I was listening to you guys. Um, and I hate saying this. And, and, I, and I'm only going to say it because I'm positive my husband won't ever listen to this. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I wasn't even attracted to him when I met him. Not not to him physically. Like he wasn't my type. He was uh, he's uh, he was a tall, very white, redhead, super skinny, like really scrawny. Like, um, but he's got this charisma about him, and he like I am powerless to resist him. I will go anywhere with that man for as long as it takes. And you know, I was young when I met him, but but dating app, I would have just swiped on by. <laughs> right, right. And well, that was where I was going with the yeah. thread. It was like why. Have you not tested this in your own dating experience, which was like, look, most of the people you're likely attracted to, you're not going to find on a dating app because you're probably going to swipe them away because you're probably going to swipe them away. It's a, it's a function of charisma. It's a function of everything that you're not really getting. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On a very one dimensional. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And And you also, um, you mentioned that you're an auditory person. Yes. So using a visual app to find a person is probably not a great tool. Good point, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good I'm paying point. attention. You shouldn't let me listen to your podcast. I've got mm. all kinds of. Have you guys had any of those experiences, like where you, uh, it was a famous person, a speaker, somebody where you didn't like them, but then you realized something about them personally, and then you did find you like well, them? Well, and the opposite too, like with Esther. Well, I no, love her work. No, I know. I'm know? not going negative now. I'm going positive. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, but f- for sure. Yeah. 
Like who? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Let me think about it. I'm so exuberant. I tend to like people. Yeah. I mean, I really do tend to like most people. Um, so somebody that I didn't like that, um, that then I met them and I was like, oh, very cool. I don't know. I don't, I think I kind of, I try to suspend judgment about people I don't know. Mm -hmm. Although I did have an experience recently with someone I know you both know Mm -hmm. that I, um, don't care for much at all. And, um, and had, um, and gave the person a second chance because of your recommendation Mm -hmm. and found a place to appreciate them from. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So, but you know, that's the kind of work I like to do Yeah, yeah. is like, you know, if I have something going on and I can't figure it out, I'm triggered in some way. Yeah. I so, get that. yeah. I get so that. I'm like, well, I'm, what am I triggered by? What's going on here for me? Yeah. Why am I so vehemently, um, like, like, why am I so irritated by this person? What is it? You know, where's the values conflict? Where's the something? Yeah. So dive in and find out. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, a free learning environment. It's totally, totally. I'm you like, it's free. That, yeah. It's a. It, it doesn't call. It's not my mother-in-law. You know, like I, if I never see this guy again, it's great. Right. You know, and so like I have this free opportunity to learn something about myself. Yeah. So go dive in and find out. Totally. I'd invited Ben Zander to do a talk over at the bank, over at the World Bank, and um. In dealing with the invitation and having him come, I thought, what a prima donna. I cannot mm-hmm. tolerate this right now. And had this one experience where he was like literally sitting in a room and we were chit-chatting and he, and he, had, he was listening to Maller, right? And he, he takes his headphones off and he hands it over to me and he like sat and chatted with me extensively about Maller for like, it's like, listen to this. This is the most incredible. If you listen to the symphony, you've got to hear this. These are my kids. And it was just like a really Aww. warm engaging lovely like held my hand afterwards he's like i am so sorry i put you through hell it was such he's like i haven't come to the bank before i'm so excited that i finally had a chance to be here what were you doing at the bank i worked for the innovation practice nice we've done some work at the world bank i actually wrote a really um pissed off blog post about uh the world bank just because i love what they do so much and they spend a lot of time hiring mckinsey and other consultants correct to to generate 36 teams worth of people to generate really um, amazing PowerPoint presentations <laughs> to present to each other on things about how to fire people because of whatever. And they and they have so much opportunity to do so much great work. They should be putting all that energy and money to use elsewhere. Right. So I had, I just went on a big old rant about it. Mm, I'd nice. like to see your blog post. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll have to, um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to so you. It's sh- actually on a, a well, another private off topic blog. Well, we'll, okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of, I was going to say wh- where, while we get it in, um, where, where can people find out more in terms of you, in terms of culture sync? So culture sync.net is, um, the official on brand home mm-hmm. that you can find me at. And, um, I am currently rebranding my personal website, kerrykish.com, which is my old, 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 old coaching and leadership brand. And if you go there, I mean, it's it's old, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I blogged there for a while. So there's stuff there. And um, up and coming is the new podcast website, leadershipunleashed.net. But like right now, it's just parked to GoDaddy. There's nothing there. Mm. So got it. Know. Okay. Well, maybe we can get you back on the show when it's all up and going. Yeah, and that'd be fun. Again. That'd be super fun. Awesome. I totally love this. It's I want to do this right? all day long. Isn't it so fun? I don't want to jig any of my other appointments. I just want to hang out and talk to you guys all day. I, I, I'm like, I don't even care if there's only three listeners. I just totally want to do this. Right? I love this. I'm on. Oh, can we get Dr. Drew? Let's do that. Oh, my gosh. We can have a total Dr. Drew love fest. Oh, my gosh. This yeah. is your fault, Dr. Drew. You created these two monsters. <laughs> 
I love it. Well, it is so great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for and good to down. get to know you a little Very bit. Very good to get to know you too. Yeah, you guys are fun together. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we'll put those links in the in the show notes at culturehackers.com. And uh, looking forward to having you on again. Great. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.